Hey bustlers, welcome to the November edition. It's been a long time since something was released and that's really because I've just been grappling with what to discuss under this month's theme or topic. So those of you who follow us on social media would have seen earlier this month we were talking about South Africa's National Children's Day, which is always celebrated on the first Saturday in November. Um, this year, I decided, this year was actually the first time I celebrated it, to be honest. I've always been aware of it. But I think now that I have a little kiddo, um, I really felt like I, I personally need to get in the habit of celebrating it so that as he gets older, it's a thing, you know, the way Mother's Day and Father's Day is. So I made him a little sweet treat because he usually has um, vegetables. Um, but I made him a sweet treat and I made him a little card. And we had somewhat of fancy breakfast. And his sister, sister cousin in English translation, um, joined us and I made her breakfast as well that morning. Now... Today I really felt pressed to release something because even though there is so much I can talk about, I think it was important for me to highlight today as World Children's Day. And the date was selected or is, is considered World Children's Day because it is the date where the National Assembly or United Nations General Assembly, sorry, adopted the Declaration of Rights of Children in 1959 and the Convention on the Rights of Children in 1989. Okay, so that was like 30 years apart. And um, now, after all this time, I guess what I decided to settle on the conversation was, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing about Children's Day, Right. So initially, I framed Children's Day in my mind as like the equivalent of Mother and Father's Day. So it's the day where you show appreciation for the role that an individual plays, either in your life or somebody that you know's life, um, with a small gesture and maybe a gift, okay? Obviously, Mother's Day, Father's Day has been commercialized, so that's something we may be more conscious or aware of. Um, and I actually really wish Children's Day, I mean, I do, most of you that know me know I don't like commercialized holidays. That's why I don't like Christmas. I don't like Valentine's Day and I don't like Easter in the commercial sense. Um, but I actually, a part of me wishes that Children's Day was as emphasized, let me say, let me not say commercialized, as emphasized as Mother and Father's Day because it's it's important for us to acknowledge the role that children play in society, but also in our lives and in our homes. Now, World Children's Day, the main aim of it is to promote children's rights across the world. And I'm saying it the way I'm saying it because I'm in education and, like, there's just so much that society does wrong for children and I'm not just talking about like uh, somewhat subjective things like decisions on discipline and th that type of stuff I'm talking about access I'm talking about how we view children in our 
actions how we present children to society and that is now the topic that I've decided to kind of just unpack my thoughts on and um you know I'd like to hear from you guys do you guys think I'm crazy do you support it do you have alternative views maybe or um is there something that I'm not considering in my thought process okay so um the the other significant date to remember before I carry on and before I forget it the other significant date to remember which again starts in November that's why I've actually made the month of November's theme children's month even though it's not declared children's month um but I made the month of November children's month theme because from the 25th of November which is next week Wednesday is the beginning of 16 days of activism against um sorry 16 days of activism for no violence against women and children so it starts on the 25th of November and ends on the 10th of December so there're quite a lot of things around children um that we are supposed to be commemorating or celebrating or discussing or having themes about in society or maybe activist groups or what i think in schools which i don't see happening but um i think november's the month and yes it is exam time it is exam season but i don't think that has ever stopped anybody from doing anything we all celebrate youth day in june that's exam season 2 so it then brings me right back to what i want to and maybe this is a vent or a rant actually but bring me right back to what i want to talk about which is in our actions how are we actually prioritizing children in our societies and in our communities because a lot of discussions are very much men women adults you know maybe generational is something that we talk about but when we talk about generation are we generally talking about like young adults going up kind of thing now children and their rights it's such a complex topic yo actually you know i have so much going on in my head about the children about the children but i'm going to try like just stick to maybe two or three main points first of all children and their rights and i'm speaking specifically from a south african context is an extremely complex conversation because there are some cultural nuances that deter certain cultural groups from educating children about their rights even basic rights because it would interfere with cultural practices which are viewed as superior in some situations and then practices that are defended under the umbrella of cultural practices but are actually not cultural practices when you do the research okay there's some of you who are going to know exactly what i'm talking about okay but let me just give some examples so for example the 
elders can never be lying okay and now i'm talking from a black perspective because i've never been white or in i've never been non-black let me say that so if there's anyone who'd like to contribute from that perspective i would seriously appreciate it but from as a black child elders are never lying you dare dare you say to an elder you're lying like even at my grown-ass age I am not finna telling any of my aunts and uncles or my granny or my mom or dad that they lying. All right? Now imagine a little eight, nine, ten year old trying to walk up to granny to say, uh, aunt, uncle is lying about anything, right? But let's talk about something that's maybe gonna make this real, sexual assault, right? So it can, it can be something small. I saw Malumi taking 10 rand. Uh-uh, don't talk about Malumi like that. That's generally the go-to. Now, when we go to another situation, Malumi touched me where he's not supposed to touch me. Mm-mm, don't talk about Malumi like that. Okay. Um, now, in that kind of context where elders can never be lying, what are we saying to children about their right to free speech, their right to protection, their right to a safe environment. Okay. Let me give another example. You can never in your life, and you did try it, but you can never in your life, even if you think it is, it's not. You can never be cleverer than an older person. Ever. In anything. Anything. Even if you're like a physician at the University of Harvard Ness. Don't come here and be cleverer than your elder. Don't come back home and be speaking up, down, through your nose to an elder. And I know I'm saying these things like in somewhat of a humorous way because that's like kind of my coping mechanism, right? Um, but now... <laughs> That thing for me is always tricky because even if we just look at something basic, like what these kids are learning in school now, my niece is 14 years old and I can tell you now, I don't know half the dang things that girl's learning in her school, let alone what she is learning not in her school. So on her phone, from her friends, from television, right? Now, if she were to come to me with a conversation on something that I'm not learned about, my, okay, let me say, and it's something that I have personally worked on over the past three years. My general go-to is to say, I don't know, can I get back to you? Or can you tell me what you know so that I can use that as a basis to maybe learn a bit more about it and then let's, let's then have a conversation, a dialogue about it in a few days, a few weeks, if you can give me time. But I know before I got to this level, and also let me tell you, I don't do that with all children. Hey, like, let me not speak as if I am, um, you know, the saint of children. I'm not. There are some children who I'm, I'm just like, that's not your business. It's not your kid, you know? So, but before I could at least for some children open up and say, I actually don't know. I did struggle with, like, if a child were to ask me something that maybe I haven't 
engaged with or I've never heard of. And they speak, especially when a child would speak about it in such a casual way, you know. Um, and my first go-to would be like, no, that's not what we're talking about. So um, we're not talking about that. And it happens quite a lot in classrooms. I've seen it observing teachers. I've also seen, because I used to record myself teaching, and I would see myself do it in these recordings where maybe I'm teaching like column method multiplication and then a child is like, oh, ma'am, I saw this box thing on YouTube and I'll just be like, that's, but that's not what we're talking about. And I wouldn't even give that kid the opportunity to maybe show other children something that could help them, maybe show me something that could help me, you know. And then going back to the, the theme of what we're talking about, what does that teach a kid about their right to quality education? What does that teach a child about their right to access to information? Again, what does that teach a child about their right to freedom of speech? And to some extent, what does that teach a child about their, their right to expression? Okay, the third example that I'm going to give is <laughs> okay no okay no no I was gonna get a, give a controversial example about um like access to contraceptives and that kind of stuff but let me do something else. Let me let me not use a controversial one, but try to, to stick to the same kind of theme. This thing of having free condoms in bathrooms, but no free tampons in bathrooms. Um, so for those of you that don't know, menstruation is not a choice. It's we don't choose to um menstruate. <clears throat> but participating in sexual activity is a choice so i mean the condoms name that the government provides is called choice you know can they not make a tampon called non-choice maybe okay sorry i had to had just have that sidebar but that thing as an example and can be linked to like schools that don't allow pregnant girls to come back because they make other children sleep in inverted commas or they influence other children to have babies in inverted commas or quote unquote I should rather say but the boy goes to school right so what does this teach children about their right to equality again their right to access their right to safety and protection, because there is a lot of violation in that. Okay. And their right to health care, if we're talking about menstruation. Menstruation can get really, really bad and can cause serious damage in the body, if not taken care of correctly and appropriately. Okay. So these acts that we do in society, and I'm talking about actions because words are like, they're pretty, they're nice, they're great, right? Actions. 
in our actions as individuals at home, as society, members of society, as aunts and uncles, so extended family, external family, as educators, as citizens who I'm hoping are active somehow, as policymakers, as company employees and employers, what are we doing in our actions that are helping this mandate that is supposed to be kind of the theme of November? What are we doing in our actions to emphasize that? Um, and I think I'd like to maybe put out the question, because I could also be oblivious, right? Put out the question. Do you know of schools, companies, um, government organizations that put as much of an emphasis on National Children's Day and World Children's Day and I would actually suggest November as a whole. Because there are other things that happen in November, right? There's also breast cancer awareness this month. There's also um, disability awareness this month. All of these are actually things that impact children also. So how throughout the month, how are we narrating children in these larger stories you know what is the character of a child in these stories and i'm just asking november i'm not saying the whole year i'm not asking like from january to december what are you doing for your children just november if you could just pick one of these things i'm going to educate my child about disability i'm going to educate my child about breast cancer I'm going to educate my child about prostate cancer. I'm going to spoil my child on National Children's Day. I'm going to take my child to Constitutional Hill on World Children's Day. I'm going to pick one of the human rights this year and stick it up on our fridge and emphasize to my child that this year, from November 20 to November 20, next year, this is the human rights that we need to be kept accountable on. By the time your child is like 16, 17, 18, going into university, making more decisions of their own, there's a vocabulary that your child is going to have. There is a manner in which your child not only engages with other people, but engages with their boundaries that I think is so, so, so critical. A disclaimer that I must put out there. I don't think the responsibility should be on children to protect themselves. So when I say educate your child so that they can set boundaries for themselves, I'm not saying that the responsibility must fall on children to protect themselves. What I'm saying is that the knowledge is extremely powerful. The knowledge is the beginning of something so much bigger than we could imagine. And so I'd really like to encourage you guys, whether it's over this weekend or at the beginning of the 16 days, 
or throughout the 16 days is to really ask yourself and maybe even into December because now the kids will be closed, they'll be home. You know, you might see your neighbor's kids. If you're close to your neighbor, don't walk up to a kid you don't know, okay? Um, but, you know, children in your life that you might be familiar with. Um, and and just do something, something small, you know, that will remind them that they matter, that will remind them that they are an important character in the narrative of not just the country but the world, and that will remind them that they are not the sum of their current situation, whatever that may be. And so that's where I'm going to end it because um, I don't want the podcast to be too long. I know it, I, I feel, oh, let me not say I know. I feel like I've gone a little bit all over the place with what I'm talking about. And so I, I just want to put it in a wrapping paper. Nah, nah. I want to know, in terms of promoting children's rights, what are we doing in our actions? How are we showing the children in our lives that they matter? And what is going to be different from November this year to November next year? This question I'm also asking myself now that I am being intentional about my celebration of children. I've always been aware of November having the child theme or a lot of things around children happening. But now I'm being extremely intentional about what I'm doing. And I want to personally get into the habit of developing some kind of tradition or like activity or opportunity for the children in my life. So that by the time my kid is four, five, six and is becoming more conscious of what all of this means, um, I'm already as the adult in the habit of doing it. And so they see it as a normal part of their lives that they can talk about their rights. They can ask questions. They can come home and be like, oh, mom, we spoke about this last November, but you know what happened in school? Um, That's the kind of thing that I would like to do. But um, obviously, I would also like to know what other people are doing. And if maybe there's an opportunity for collaboration as adults who are responsible for the children in our society. But also just buy a kid like something cool, man, that they wanted. You know, it doesn't all have to be serious. Sometimes you just need to give your kid a sweet treat. And they know they loved. Know your child's love language. Children have love languages. Show your kids love. And yeah, let's go into the festive season all stoked and stuff with the children. Oh, just an end of podcast disclaimer. Prostate Cancer Awareness Month was in September and Breast Cancer Awareness Month is in October. But I think you get the gist of what I was saying when I was referring to those things.